Oh, God, we're doing it again. Patreon.com slash we have concerns. Patreon.com slash we have concerns. Not unlike real life. Not unlike real life. <laughs> All I want to do is wander alone. alone. And blow up animals. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. Uh, got a story this week from, gosh, I guess about half the people on the planet. Thank you to everybody mm. who sent this one in. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you to patrons who may be watching this as a video. That's you guys. Uh, video versions of the episode are available. For, I pointed uh, at them. Are available. I pointed at those vi- guys. You could see it on video yeah. if you were watching on video. Uh, those video versions are available for patrons who support the show. That's patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. We're building up towards making it a public show, but right now we're just doing our video tests. Uh, so thank you to everybody who's helping us power through and fund those and make it happen. Uh, but half the people who listen to this show, I think, sent in this story about aphantasia. Oh, I love aphantasia with when Mickey puts the hat on and no. he starts making everything no, dance. No, this is aphantasia. This is when Walt oh. Disney hit his dark period. Uh-oh. Hello and welcome to the wonderful <laughs> world of Disney. Uh, this week going to show you a fantasia it's something that the boys have been working on for a real long time and i wouldn't say we're happy with it because none of us are happy anymore a fantasia it comes from my own thoughts much like yours uh, about how our emotions and thoughts are trapped inside our frail physical bodies and we can never truly share them and the universe (laughs) itself is exploding into entropy and one day even our physical forms will be torn apart. Uncle Walt, I'm frightened. We're all frightened, <laughs> and we're all excited for aphantasia. Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, aphantasia is the inability to picture things in your mind's eye. Okay. So I, I think I can, I think I got that in my mind's Oh, no, I wouldn't be able you to. You literally cannot picture that. I can't, I, then I can't picture that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is, uh, this made the rounds because a science writer, uh, put it on his Facebook, mm. uh, and linked to a story from last year by Carl Zimmer. Carl Zimmer, of course, our lord and savior of science writing and communication. <laughs> um, but it's about a study that's been done in England because a, a gentleman had a head injury, Oh, and after his head injury, could no longer picture things in his mind's eye. Can we just take a second real quick and say how much of scientific discovery is due to head injuries? I would say in the in the 1800s and 1900s, <laughs> it was entirely based on head injuries. It was an entire field of science was just devoted to head injuries. Head injuries and uh, accidentally trauma. eating poisons. <laughs> yes. or, or eating poisons on purpose. Yeah. Gentleman science is my favorite era of science, <laughs> where it's like, I'm going to put a bowl on my head and see how far down I can go in the water. And <laughs> yeah. then you come up and you get the bends and he goes... That hurt me for four days. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Let's do a science. Let's figure that My out. My family has too much money. Let's, fi- let's find some people who are willing to volunteer for that torture. I bet mercury tastes real good. Should we find out? <laughs> yes. Why not? We have all the money in the world and 50 <laughs> servants and literally no jobs. My name is Bill Stevens, blunt traumatist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I come with my own club. This is, you know... This this was science for a really long time, and yeah. now even now, we need something to be abnormal yeah. to compare it against a normal, right? right? Like, in order to see how something works, we need an example of it not working so we can sort of suss out the differences. 
Um, but what's interesting is this gentleman who read the Carl Zimmer article and wrote about it was like, I literally had no idea that when people said, picture this, mm -hmm. they could actually picture it. Like, What did he think was happening? People with aphantasia, because they can't picture things, they think that when people say, picture this, they believe you to say, they believe you're saying, conceptualize this. Uh -huh. Wrap your head around this. Right. So it's not that Think they couldn't, out. they couldn't grasp, it's not that they couldn't grasp the concept of something, it's that they couldn't have a visual yeah. image in their mind's eye. It's not like they don't have a mental idea of what a car or a house or, you know what I mean? There's right. a picture there. Right. But they don't, they can't see a movie when they close their eyes. Right. And here's what's crazy. I don't think I can. Really? I don't think I picture things like that. Because until I read this and it was really laid out for me. Yeah. Like, I don't think I really understood that people can close their eyes and see vivid images. So if I said, think of an apple. Yeah, I'm thinking of an apple. You don't see, you couldn't describe how it looks? I could describe an apple. I can say it's red and waxy. But if I, I close my eyes, I see there, mine is like a, uh, a Granny Smith apple. It's, it's got, you know, sh different shades on it. The stem kind of bends to the left a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can say that too. But the difference is I'm not seeing a vibrant 3D image of this apple the way you are. I'm describing an apple and I can kind of, I can, there's kind of like vague shapes or outlines or whatever, but it's not a picture. I'm conceptualizing an hmm. apple. And when wow. we said this this morning, uh, my wife was in the room too and she was like, you don't see it? And I yeah. was like, no, I don't see it. And she literally said, I have to go. Yeah, she like, left. She walked, like she literally said, I have to go get breakfast. I can't handle this. Oh man. Uh, is this a common thing? I guess it's not super common, but it's more common than we initially thought. Huh. Uh, because, you know, like I'm saying, the people who don't picture things don't think other people are actually picture things. Right. I should say like, I dream, right? Yeah. I can describe things. And when you dream. I have a very visual, I have a very visual sense. You know what I mean? Like I went to art school. Right. I direct things. Yeah. I work in video. Like I have to consider, I used well, to okay. be a designer. So like, here's my question to you. When you sit down to draw something. Yeah. Do you imagine what the finished drawing is going to look like? I kind of like, yeah, I have, I have an idea of what it's going to look like, but I don't close my eyes and see the entire drawing. What okay. I'm excited about, and I think the reason maybe why I, I was so compelled to draw and to create stories, maybe. You wanted to get it into your mind. Is I had a concept of it. Right. And I wanted to see it. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I could conceptualize whatever this is I wanted to draw. And then I would be like, oh, I got to see what this is. I got to put it on paper. Yeah. This is me obviously applying. You in know, retrospect. In retrospect. Right. I don't know if that's really what did it. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I see pictures in my mind's eye. You're a demon. I might be. Yeah. I'm also left-handed. Oh, I'm left-handed Shit's left going too, way against so, me. Yeah. If this was like the if this was the 1800s in the era oh, of general, you, general you would have been science, put down. I would have been put in an asylum. Well, I maybe posed. We, we would have just blunt traumaed you just yeah. to see if anything clicked. Let's drill into his skull and see if we yeah. can see if it looks different inside than anybody else's. He's experiencing a lot of pain. Yep. I um, wonder if I would experience the same pain. Oh, drill into my head. No. <laughs> but you. uh you are telling me that you have, you have vivid pictures. Vivid pictures. If I had, if you said, you know, that old thing about, you know, don't think of an elephant. Mm -hmm. I, 
I immediately I see an elephant in front of me, and it's 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 the elephant from uh, Dumbo. It's the pink elephant that he starts. That's what I think of as like yeah. the pink animated elephant with the curly snout. I think of a very sixties like flat style, like almost abstract. You know what I mean? Like that 60s children's book elephant, like the little golden book elephant or something. Really? Yeah, that's the concept that I have of an elephant. I don't see it. But you don't see it. I don't see it. Crazy. Yeah. You know what else is weird? And I've literally never told this to anyone. Maybe I get a quick flash of it. Here's what's what's nuts. And I'm sorry that I interrupted. No, you interrupted the best part. Uh, Go ahead. It's okay. No, go. go. Uh, I don't know if this is one of those things where because I'm being forced to think about it, I'm changing the way it actually happens. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe I do see it a little bit more than I think I do, but because I'm hearing about this and I'm really focusing on it, yeah. I might be the observer is changing the experiment. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is weird. What were you going to say? Well, I've never told anybody this, uh, but it's something that I do and I wonder if other people do. It's another Kanata secret. This this secret. podcast is full of Kanata secrets. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You you bring them out of me. Um is there are times when I want to relax or something or yeah. maybe when I'm trying to go to sleep or, or whatever. I will close my eyes and I will sort of – it's hard to articulate this. But it, I will see whatever I see in my eyelids and then create imagery out of that and then free associate. So what will happen is I will just sort of relax my brain and let it make images – and associate new images and go to places that I couldn't anticipate. And it's like I'm going on this ride because I often go, where did that come from? Now I'm seeing a fish. Now I'm seeing a, uh, a person in a car. Now I'm seeing, and it, oh. and they're all wildly disparate and they don't come from one, one from the other. And I, and I'm not controlling it. Do you know what's really interesting is I do the same thing, but with concepts and ideas. So I don't wow. see it. But I'll think about something like that. I'll think about like, oh, I wonder, you know, and if I came to, oh, I wonder like about like what these giant river fish would look like or something. And it's like, oh, yeah. a river fish. Like, I wonder who like hunts the river fish or like, oh, okay, huh. you've got these hunters and where do these hunters live? Oh, they live in this area. So it's a logical progression for you? It, yeah, it might be. And it might be like a freeze or, or, oh, that fish, that fish kind of. A giant fish like that kind of would look like a rad spaceship. I wonder what kind of a spaceship or a, or a society would use a spaceship that looks like a giant fish. And all that stuff is the association of ideas instead of images. And that's how I free associate. Um, I will say the only time when you're talking about the things on the back of your eyelids, here's another thing that's interesting. And I feel like it is 100% connected to the fact that I have aphantasia. I, when I was a kid, used to either hold a flashlight up to my eye. Oh, that's not good. Or rub my eyelids, like rub my eyes with my eyes closed until it hurt so I could see things on the back. Like I found out when I was a kid, if I rubbed my eyes really hard, I could see shapes in my eyes. And let's remember that all through my teenage years, I was a heavy drug user. Uh. And that was the only time like I would close my eyes like is after I did mushrooms or, or dropped acid I would close my eyes and see things behind my eyelids. Wow. That's the only time. And I could free associate like that. I would see like abstract shapes and then they would turn into things the way you're talking about, but only when I was on drugs, never sober. Crazy. I've never had that without fucking with my body. Maybe that's physically. why I don't do drugs. I don't need them. I don't know. But if, if the majority of the population can see things in their mind's eye, yeah. why would we need hallucinogenics? Funsies. Yeah, I mean, for funsies, <laughs> obviously for funsies. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 this is a bizarre revelation to me. I wonder what the 
I wonder what the percentage of people that, that have this affliction is and how it manifests. Like, does it, does it change your behavior? Cause I feel like imagining things and sort of seeing it in, in my head is such a big part of my life. I, you know, but here's the thing until like, not until today, including today, I would say the same thing about my life. Hmm. It's just a different process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's a, it's a different thing. It's like, I don't know. God knows why I'm a person using a sports analogy right now, but it's like, <laughs> it's like pitchers that have different grips, right? But they're uh, all good pitchers. Right. But you look at their pitching stance or their pitching form and it's like, well, they're all throwing a hundred mile an hour fastball. Yeah. But yeah. they're all doing it in whatever way their body is able to do sure. it. Sure, yeah. Like you have a creative impulse and your body is going to uh, express that sure. or allow you to express that yeah. in whatever way you have and whatever tool set is, is possible for you. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's accurate. What I think is interesting about this is if you go back to our episode about the connection between seeing something and the word for that thing. Yeah. And the way that we both experienced that. Yeah. I wonder if they're connected because we had talked about how the yeah. color blue was never spoken about. Right. And could people see blue without the word blue? Yeah. And I was like, yes, of course, it doesn't matter. Right. But I wonder if that's just because I'm so used to attaching words. Sure. I don't know. You to know concepts I mean? that you're not concepts. envisioning. Yeah. Yeah. That is really fascinating to me. Um, uh, yeah. It, Every like suddenly everything has changed as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. With the way with the way I approach the world and the way I think about other people approaching the world. Yeah. My my wife, the photographer, uh says that she like if you tell her to see an elephant, she doesn't just close her eyes like like if I like you saw the elephant. Right. She closes her eyes and she sees an elephant, she was saying, on the Serengeti. She can tell you what time of day it is. She right. can tell, it's a movie in her mind. Yeah. And she's like a photographer, right? Sure. And I wonder if it's like there is a connection between that vividness. Maybe, but and and what you do, you know? I, I think your I think your analogy of of the pictures is more accurate in the sense that it, you know, you you're not an inartistic person. You yeah. are you, you you use it in a different way. You come at it from a different angle. Yeah. But it's it's fascinating to me because I I've never really put much thought into it. Because I think we all just assume that our inter internal life is similar to everybody else's internal life. Yes. But there's such a huge portion of our daily experience that is unspoken. Right. Or we just unable assume to that everybody, like I, I know I have weird pains or real weird uh, sensations. And I just, so much of my life, I just assumed like, oh, everybody has that. It, you know, because I've always had it and it wasn't a big deal and it comes and goes. And that's, yeah. that's a thing that just humans have to deal with. And it only occurred to me recently that. Maybe everybody doesn't have that stuff. Right. Well, it's it's like you were a kid that wore glasses. Yeah. Until you have your first pair of glasses, you don't understand that you can't see. Right. And you don't know 100%. what that means. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens like that in our yeah. internal lives. Uh, you know, I didn't understand that because of because of my ADD and and my anxiety and a lot of other stuff. Uh I have a completely different thought process to someone else. Right. I assume that we all attack things the same way. Yeah. Until, you know, it was actually explained to me that that's not true. Right. Or until you are able to experience something a different way. Yeah. You know, uh, on a smaller scale, they always tell you, like, 
go off to college, travel, like don't stay in your hometown. You know yeah. what I mean? There are all these things that are outside your lens, your Buddhist idea of filters. Sure. But you never think to question them. Do you, you daydream? Do you like sit around and like, I, I do, I will sit around and like, let's say I'm, you know, obsessed with a video game. This is a banal example, but an example nonetheless, I, if I'm obsessed with heroes of the storm or something, I, I can see it in my head and I'll be thinking about it and fantasizing about playing it and, and thinking like, Oh, I would walk over there and do that. And, uh, you know, attack this quadrant and I can see it all in my head and I do it all the time. Now I, I would say that, yes, I can daydream. But I don't know if there's a visual component to it. Like, huh. there's a feeling or an experience of daydreaming for me. Yeah. But I don't know that, like, the world ever, the visual world ever falls away. Like, I'm always very aware huh. of what I'm looking at. Because I, I, I'm just kind of coming to this idea or this realization Now, that when you daydream, does, like, does, like, the fucking literal world kind of disappear? It it doesn't disappear in a way that you would see in a movie where like, you know, yeah. it's CGI and it goes away. But I, I definitely. But is it like overlaid or it's, something? It's more like my attention is removed from the real world and from my actual senses and it's put on to something that is only happening in my mind. So like my wife, for example, will, will be upset because I'm not paying attention to something because what I'm not seeing it i'm seeing something else happening in my head that's my daydream that's most likely a video game that i'm imagining yeah. or whatever you know and and so it's not like it f falls away it's just like my attention shifts to the inside vision rather than the outside vision i would say that it's kind of the same to me there's le I, I just i don't think there's much of a visual component which is really odd wow like the more i think about it the more i'm like that's pretty odd it is like there is kind of like Every once in a while, there might be a faint one, but not really. It's more, it's more the feelings, maybe the feelings and the sounds and the other sensory stuff. Yeah. But there's not a lot of vision going on. They huh. say in this article that uh, in addition to head injuries, uh, this is something that occurs at birth for a lot of people. It's not something that is an acquired thing. Like mm. It's not necessarily traumatic. Could just be developmental difference. Could could come from a certain uh, area of the brain. Mm. Could be a difference in activity. Like they don't really know yet. Right now, what they're doing is collecting a lot of surveys, yeah. uh, and there are different versions of this survey that you can take online. Like it's just a list of sample questions huh. that you can ask yourself uh, that kind of let you know whether you're seeing something or just thinking about it, conceptualizing it. Yeah, um, and it's, it's an very interesting, interesting distinction. It's a very it, in my mind, it's such a fine distinction, but that's probably because I don't see things in my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, whereas, yeah. you know, you and, and my wife are both like, I, what, you don't see it? That's so huge. Yeah. To me, it's small, but that's because I don't experience it, and I don't know how big it is to be able to see things in your head. I wonder how many people in our audience fall on each side of this, because, like, I feel like it is a tremendous part of my life, a, a very vibrant constant part of my life to sort of switch between what I'm seeing with my senses and what I am seeing in my head. So I do it all the time. Yeah, I would love to know how many people see and don't see things. Uh, and I think it's going to be mind blowing for a lot of people that don't see things when they hear. Because for me, even though I kind of knew, yeah. I kind of knew, I didn't 100% know yeah. until, until Zimmer laid it all out in his article last year. Um, I can't wait till we get somebody to drill into your skull. And yeah, it's just pry it right open. Somebody, we need see. a phrenologist to just come and read the bumps in my head. <laughs> just some real sciencey yeah. science shit. Right. See, right then I saw someone 
prying your skull I open. I figured it would be a Victorian gentleman who would show up the door. Ah, yes. And like with one of those uh, Willy Wonka ribbon ties. He's got a Willy Wonka ribbon tie. He's got one of those those spectacles that has like multiple lenses that he can yeah. turn back and turn, put forward. I feel like you're testing me now. <laughs> what do you see? I feel like you're testing me. And it's yeah. funny because like I'm going to come up with every detail, <laughs> but I think we just see it different and there's no yeah. way... This is another one of those frustrating things that we always hit back upon whenever we do a story like this. There's no way you'll ever know the way I experience it. And wow. there's no way I will ever know the way you experience it's it. wild. Yeah. You, being a human is fucking weird. Weird. <laughs> it's true, man. I, it's so crazy. Yeah, we're uh, different. But we would love to know. Uh, we'll put a link to the to the article, and, and you can find the surveys. We'll, we'll find one of the surveys and put it down there. But we would love to know how many of you see things. Yeah. And how many of you don't see things. Tweet at us. Uh, I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. It's interesting because uh, so long we've been doing an audio show, which is sort of asking people to imagine what we're doing. We can yeah. create these little, you know, improvised scenes and people, I imagine I would always see it in my head yeah. of what we're doing. Uh, so I wonder if people are like, no, I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw it once. That's why we have video now. Yeah, we have video and you can see how little we actually do. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see these test videos as we're putting them together, uh, you can do that. Anybody can do it. You just head to patreon.com slash we have concerns, uh, support the show at the level of $1 a month or more. That's all we're asking. This is the only way we get money for the show. Yeah. I mean, well, well, we have the, sh the, the t-shirt shop as well, yeah. but we don't do advertising. We don't do any other weird stuff like that. Uh, we we completely rely on you guys, and if you think we make a great show and you want to support us, do it. That's the way to do That's it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And you can get these test videos as we're creating them. That's patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. Bye, video watchers. We waved again.